Hey folks, what's up? This is Glenn Mann and welcome to an all new episode of the Man from New York podcast. And this episode, the question that we're uh, talking about, what happened to 2020? That's right folks, 2020 this year. This was supposed to be our year folks, the start of a new decade. We're going to leave all our troubles behind. I know for me personally, 2019 kind of sucked in every way possible, emotionally, Physically, mentally, spiritually, everything just kind of sucked in 2019. So I was really looking forward to 2020. And besides, everyone was saying this is going to be the new Roaring Twenties. We're going to live it up and dance the night away. And then the coronavirus decided to uh, sort of interrupt those plans. And a lot of people were like, 2020, I'm going to like do the things I'm going to do. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to write... The Great American Novel, finish that screenplay, uh, go on that trip to Europe, and now no one can go to Europe, and Europe's not letting anyone in, so everything's just all messed up, and it's like, ugh, what happened? But I'm, we're not the only generation to experience this. I'm sure there were people in 1928 who were like, I can't wait till 1929, it's gonna be Towards the end of the decade, we're going to have so much fun and live it up. And then the stock market crashed and we had the beginning of the Great Depression. And then, like, I'm sure people felt the same way in 1933, right? We're going to be have so much fun. We're going to live it up and have a good time and live our dreams. And then King Kong attacked and, well, no, that was just a movie. But still, you know, this happens all the time. Every generation has events and crises which shaped them, right? And so we're not immune to it. Even though we like to think so because we feel like we've progressed to this point in our society and civilization through wisdom and technology. But we're also just sort of living at the whim of the universe. And so, sort of, you know, to, to put it that way. Meaning that we don't, we never know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. So... So it's March, so 2020 is, you know, I mean, anytime you start off the beginning of the year with a global pandemic, it's not going to be the best year. But let's hopefully get a hold of this, get some control, and perhaps maybe by the fall we can kind of be a little bit at ease and maybe look back at this particular time and be like, I oh, remember... When we all ran to the store and bought the toilet paper. I mean, that's the hope that we can look back at this and not think of this as the good old days when we're all like scavenging uh, through the streets, through trash for food. Now, speaking of food, like a lot of people, I've been stocking up on snacks, right? Trying to, you know, be prepared for the potential or eventual collapse of society. But one problem, I keep eating all the snacks before society actually collapses. Like, I'm trying to preserve candy bars, so when everything goes down, when all the supply chains are gone, at least I got a few candy bars to get me through the apocalypse. But I keep eating the damn candy bars, so that plan is not working out. As I said before in my last podcast, I'm not really made out for this, uh, you know, situation if everything goes down. So, but, you know, big things are happening still. Uh, Don't you talk about sports, but I'm a sports fan. So, Tom Brady, 
the New England Patriots, considered by many to be the greatest quarterback in the NFL history, is leaving the New England Patriots. So it's very nice of him to provide ESPN something to talk about because they've been really struggling ever since all the major sports leagues suspended play. I mean, it's like they're like they're like dying trying to keep up, uh, think of like material to talk about all day long. Like there's only so many times you can talk about like, you know, the NBA games being suspended. When will they come back? We don't know when it's going to come back. What will it look like when it's come back? So at least Tom Brady gave him something uh, to talk about. Uh, here in New York, as we are going through this crisis, there's talk of a shelter-in-place order from the mayor, uh, essentially sort of copying what's been done in San Francisco, where basically stay home, don't go out unless it's for essentials, which makes sense. You know, you should only go out if you need food or medicine. And uh, it's a tough situation because sometimes you just want to get stuff that's not essential. Like the other day, I like really, really wanted a milkshake from McDonald's, right? And I thought about it, but I'm like, eh, I don't want to risk it. I, I don't want me the guy who, you know, who caught a, a, a potentially deadly illness because I really couldn't, you know, prevent my craving for a shamrock shake. Now I'm recording this on St. Patrick's Day, which of course the parade was canceled for the first time in like 260 some years. So the things are really changing, but try to keep a, a sort of a view of optimism about what's happening in the world. Try to look forward to hopefully getting past this. I actually wrote a poem and I put it on my Instagram and people really seem to like it. So it's called New York. When, when New York is New York again, and you can find it on my Instagram and Twitter uh, handle, which which is at Glenn Price Man, which I'll do a little plug at the end of the podcast anyway, so you can find it if you don't already follow me. But yeah, people are scared, and people don't know what to do. We keep hearing these stories how you know, we don't have enough hospital beds if this thing you know, starts to progress, and we don't have enough ventilators. And it's like, you know, come on, like, can't can Apple come up with an app to, like, to, to do something for this? Like, this would be really, we're so used to easy solutions uh, in, in the the 21st century, in the, in the day, in the 20 years of the 21st century. And so we're, we're used to easy solutions, we're used, so used to clicking a button and having a problem solved, and we've come to a problem that is not that easily solved with a click of a button. Even though, you know, who knows? Maybe if we're lucky, maybe someone will come up with something that does deal with this problem effectively. Now, restaurants and bars in many parts of the country are closing down. You know, here in New York, essentially only takeout or delivery. You can't go sit. Which, I don't know why you want to go sit in a bar or restaurant anyway with strangers who you don't know where they've been or what they've got, you know. I'm not even talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about any other kind of germs or cooties that could be floating around there. I was always slightly germophobic uh, before this, but now it's like going up to the another degree. But yeah, it's just... 
you know, and a lot of people now are trying to figure out what to do as far as making money in the work. Some people, you know, some people have the luxury of working from home for their jobs. Some people are self-employed, but they rely on industries uh, that are either sort of slowing down or shutting down. So, of course, there's all talks of different financial packages coming out of Washington, D.C., of giving people money or, you know, tax cuts or direct assistance to businesses. So uh, I, the, the big talk on the internet is there's going to be some sort of, it probably at least $1,000 a month on a temporary basis, probably only a one-time thing maybe, uh, to try to get people over the hump. Uh, which is, you know, if you follow politics, it's been, uh, the idea of universal basic income has been floating around for a couple of years now, and it really took off uh, this, I say, past this current end election cycle was Andrew Yang, the entrepreneur who was a candidate for the Democratic nomination. And that was sort of the main theme of his campaign was that technology and automation are getting rid of jobs for people, and we need to find a way for those people to make a living. And of course, the idea of universal basic income has been talked about a lot in sort of technology circles for years because of automation, right? Because of so many things that we used to allow people to do, they're not needed anymore. So Andrew Yang was really the first person who made it, I believe, sort of mainstream. It's been, if you read or follow technology or economics, something has been talked about for years, but he really made it mainstream. And now, what we're going through with this pandemic, People are talking about it even more. So, I don't know. It looks like, at least temporarily, we can see how it looks like. We don't know what's going to happen, right? We don't know how, what the economy is going to look like in a year, how things are going to change. Uh, there may be jobs where, you know, bosses might say, hey, you know, people are just as productive at home as they are in the office. Maybe they can stay there and maybe we'll save money by leasing office spaces that are smaller and don't have don't need as much capacity uh they may be unfortunately some businesses that completely you know fall by the wayside right because by the time things do get better uh, they might won't be able to last long for that moment which is sad to see you think about slowly the neighborhood stores places that may be there for years even decades who may not survive uh, the impact that this is all having. But of course, the main thing people are trying to do is they're trying to find distraction, like something to get off the stress of what's happening. Trying to watch TV shows, a lot of the couple of movie studios are releasing things early to video on demand. So, you know, that's pretty, I think, interesting. That could have sort of long-lasting impact, I think, on the movie industry, where you might see a model where more first-release new movies, uh, you can watch them, you know, at home as soon as they come out. And, it, and that's happened with movies that weren't big releases already. It happens with movies that are sort of independent. They come out the same day in the theater. You can rent them. But, you know, the idea of actually, you know, being able to watch a big name release movie from Warner Brothers or, or Walt Disney or Marvel. It's something that should be really interesting as we see stores and malls closing down uh, around the country to try to 
sort of mitigate uh, the circumstances of people coming into contact with each other. Social distancing, which um, I feel like I've been practicing social distancing all my life. I feel like I should be on cable TV giving pointers on social distancing. But you're looking for stuff to do, so we're going to take a quick break. And coming up around, going to share some suggestions of things you can do. Okay, folks, we're back here at the podcast, Man from New York, Lynn Man, talking about things you can do to try to, you know, distract you, distract your mind, you know, get sort of release uh, some stress. So, one thing, uh, something I've been doing long before, uh, which is not new, but YouTube. Now, a lot of people, most people watch YouTube either on their phone or on their computer or tablet, but a lot of people watch YouTube on their television. You, know, you can download the YouTube TV app if you have like a Roku, and I believe it's also, it should be definitely available on any sort of Google products from Chrome, or I don't know about Amazon Fire, Apple TV, but if you can't look up, if you can download the YouTube app for your, and watch it on television, and you can, there's so much stuff, you can watch movies, uh, you can actually rent movies through the YouTube app, or you can watch some of the free movies they have, which do come with commercials, uh, but the main thing I like watching YouTube for is documentaries, lectures, vlogs, just countless hours of stuff to keep you distracted, keep you occupied, a lot of sort of a lot of information, a lot of sort of learning uh, opportunities, I would say. Now you gotta be careful because there's also a lot of crazy stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of a lot of wackos and psychos and people with disinformation. So you wanna be careful what you're clicking because uh you wanna you don't wanna fall down a rabbit hole. So be careful with curating your choices. But I would say uh, definitely check out uh, YouTube on your TV. You can basically you can sit there for like eight, ten hours straight watching documentaries or lectures on any subject from science to religion uh, to vlogs. Now vloggers are interesting because most vloggers, especially on you know on YouTube, are people who are usually working from home. Uh, many of them are influencers. So it's going to be interesting to follow them, how they navigate this current situation. Because many of them, uh, they, you know, they rely on people watching their videos to make money. But if this thing becomes prolonged, advertising dollars are probably going to slow down in many fields. So it's going to be a sort of a, a big issue. If we, we see TV shows shutting down. Uh, I, I believe... Uh, on the CW, I believe all the, their shows like Supergirl and Batwoman have shut down production. I believe every daytime television soap opera has shut down production. Yeah. And of course, uh, I was uh, not following on Twitter, people were talking. Now, there's only four soap operas on broadcast television, daytime. Uh, there used to be almost, I think, almost a dozen. So, and of course, people who follow the genre are concerned that perhaps the shows may not come back, right? If they're gone too long, and it would be really ironic if, let's say, General Hospital ended up getting canceled because of a 
global pandemic illness. I mean, that would be kind of crazy. Shout out to Robert Scorpio. So something else you might want to do to sort of get yourself just something to do, keep distracted. Now, some people are going to say, write, like do journaling, which is cool. Or finish that great American novel or that screenplay, which is cool. But I would say, you know what, try like um, just writing down just ideas of things you want to do when this is all over with. Like, best case scenario, in in a few months, things start to ease up. Write down the things you want to do, like which particular places you want to visit. Uh, which people who you might want to hang out with, which activities or hobbies that you maybe wanted to do but never took time to do them. But now you're thinking, wow, I wish I really would have did that. Because life is precious and life is short. So I would say make a, a list. You don't even have to write it down. You can just do it in your mind. Maybe just pull, like, use the memo uh, you know, app in your phone. Just sort of... Take stock of the things you want to do when life is normal again. Maybe you want to to take a a tap dancing class that you always thought about doing but didn't. Maybe you want to paint, take a painting class. Or maybe you're finally going to take that trip uh, whenever the borders reopen up around the world. Maybe you're finally going to go to Paris, France. Or you're going to go to the Caribbean or South America. Or go hiking or something like that. Or maybe you're going to finally learn. That maybe you're going to start baking. Maybe you've always wanted to bake cakes and cookies, but you didn't do it. So, you know, you actually could do that now, really. Because you've got a lot of time. You know, you go to the supermarket and sort of grapple someone for some food. And uh, I, made a, I made a joke earlier on my Twitter account. Because uh, for the fans of professional wrestling, this year's WrestleMania... It's not canceled, but it's going to be held in a smaller facility. Usually, WrestleManias are held in big stadiums that seat like seventy to 80,000 people. WrestleMania this year is going to be held like in a small building known as a performance facility with no audience. So a lot of WWE wrestling fans are a little bit upset about that. And like I said before... Every day during this crisis, is like WrestleMania out in the streets, man. You go to the store, people are getting testy, people are looking at each other glaring and want to fight. And, you know, people are, you know, suplexing each other over toilet paper and hand sanitizer and alcohol. So it's a little fight out there. So, but just use this time, I would say, to sort of reevaluate what's kind of important. What are the things you really want to do? So, when things start to, like I say, get better, you will be prepared and you want to move in that direction and sort of just get as much happiness out of this little thing called life as much as possible. Now, I'm going to ask you a favor. If you have any ideas or any t- suggestions, if you want to tell me you like the podcast, if you want to tell me, if, well, if the podcast sucks, if you think it sucks, uh, don't contact me, leave me alone. But, if you know, you can d- drop me an Email at the podcast at manglen.com. Of course, that's M A N N G L E N N.com. And also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Price Man. 
And, you know, just let me know what are you thinking, how you, if you have any ideas or suggestions, whatever, or if you just want to vent, you know, contact me, you know, on email or, you know, you know, link up on social media. But once again, I thank you for listening to the Man from New York podcast.